morning. Welcome to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show, the only show of its kind. I'm Gary Bell, along with Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is an injury show. You know we do these shows in different venues all the time. We've done it for years, and we try to give you the information and the education that you need to win the war on your injury claim against the insurance companies that try to beat your claim, right? Defeat your claim, reduce it, mitigate it and get you out the door. You have to know what you're doing. You have to have a legal game plan. We invented and created the concept of legal game plan, which means, among other things, strategies. Strategies. You have to have strategies. We've taught you. We've shown you time and time again over the months and over the years how insurance companies already, right now, have strategies to use against you, and you haven't even been in an accident. That's, that's what they do. That's how they do it. And you need to have your own strategy. You need to understand what you're doing. You need to have, be educated. And at Bell & Pollock, we educate and advocate for you. Listen, we can handle your injury claim. We do workers' comp claims. We do car crash claims, motorcycle crashes, truck crashes, bicycle crashes, car versus pedestrian hit and run, you name it. We do premises liability cases all over the state of Colorado. We have done all kinds of cases throughout the state of Colorado. You can call us right now at 303 303- Seven nine five five nine zero zero. That's three zero three seven nine five fifty nine hundred or nine seven zero eight seven zero eight nine eight nine. That's eight seven zero eighty nine eighty nine. Or just go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's right. It's called championsofthepeople.com because we champion people's cases, claims, injury causes, injury claims, and we have for years. Okay, today we're talking about our typical examples of car crash, and you know, talk, we're talking about how insurance companies value these cases, value the claims, and, and ultimately come up with a number they're going to pay you, right? And how do they go about that? Well, they look at different factors. We've been covering different factors over the last few weeks, but Brad, today let's talk about uh, how they look at you've been injured, maybe you have to have some procedures done, which is called you know outpa- outpatient services. So does that fit into the scenario? Does that fit into how they pay you? <clears throat> well, y- yes, it does, and it's it's only natural that it should, and it will. Um, you, you have to recognize that um, outpatient procedures are not necessarily small procedures, um, one thing I want to make sure everybody understands that uh, an outpatient's procedure is a, it can be a serious procedure. It can involve um, uh, anesthetics. It can, it can involve um, uh, procedures where you will need somebody to take you home. You need an escort or somebody to drive you. And it, this is a little off base, but uh, if you're having an outpatient procedure, uh, you should listen to the doctor and always, always, always see if the doctor indicates there should be an escort or somebody driving you home or somebody uh, helping you get home. Uh, because an outpatient procedure, by its nature and by its terms, means that you're going to go into the doctor or into the hospital or into the uh, place where the um, procedure is going to take place. And you're going to have the procedure performed. You're going to come out of the procedure. Hopefully, you're going to be okay or you're going to be better than when you went in. But you may not be right away, and you may all have all sorts of uh, residue problems that have to be addressed. But does an outpatient procedure make a difference in, um, in, in your, your settlement or what's going on in your case? Well, I guess the answer normally would be yes, but I, I would be, say more maybe. Um, based on what the procedure was for, how it occurred, and why you were getting it. 
Right. It's important that you understand how they analyze these cases and analyze the claims because, you know, over the years we've heard people come in our office and say, well, the doctor recommended I do an MRI, but I didn't really want to do an MRI. And, and so then the insurance company uses that against you. So if they're outpatient services, you know, and, and as Brad just said, they can be very significant. Just because it's called outpatient services doesn't mean it's insignificant. And it can be very significant to the insurance company that's going to pay you on your injury claim. So how does this get presented? How do they evaluate this? Well, they look at the outpatient services. Obviously, they look at the cost. We've taught you how medical bills fit into the picture, how medical bills are part of your injury claim. Well, outpatient services are included in medical bills. Some of them can be quite expensive. You know, if you have transraminal epidural steroid injections, if you have trigger point injections or other type of injections, if you have rhizotomy treatments, they're very expensive. You're out of that. You're not in the hospital. You're in there and out of there, usually in one day. And as Brad said, somebody has to drive you. You have to be careful about that. But the point of the matter is these procedures can be as expensive. They can be cheaper. I don't think any medical treatment is really cheap, but they can be cheaper. Uh, but they can also be expense, expensive and they can be, you know, you have to sign consent forms. You have to understand the risks. They can be risky and they do have substantial real, real risks. And therefore that has to be presented to the insurance company. You know, the insurance company tries to make it sound like, well, you had a procedure. You had an outpatient service. Well, so what? Humdrum. Well, it's not that way. You know, Brad, um, we deal with a lot of with, uh, patients that have and clients that have, you know, they have films. They have radiolog radiological studies. That's an outpatient procedure. They have injections. That's very significant and can be risky. So those things have to be presented to the insurance company so that they will properly include them in the claim and in your payment. Right. Uh, and and you've got to pay attention to these outpatient procedures because some of them could carry risk. I mean, you know, when, when a procedure is being done, you st you may still have, depending on what the procedure is, you may still have a, a risk of infection. Uh, you may have a risk of, of it not getting better, of, of it being a procedure that was tried but n did not necessarily work. Um, and it may be, a, once again, you have to ask if, it, if it's therapeutic. Um, and it, or if it's diagnostic, what what was the reason for the procedure? The procedure can range from anything from, you know, uh, an MRI where or where they're getting pictures of you, to a, a, a where they're doing some kind of Im, Im, immediate surgery or some kind of surgery where you're going to get to go home rather than spend the night in the hospital. That could be very significant. It can be a, it can be an injection of some type, and what's the need for the injection? Uh, there are a lot of outpatient procedures. Um, if you have an outpatient surgery, then it's important that that be addressed not or not just with the doctor, but also with the lawyer, or not just with the lawyer, but also with the doctor, to determine what's going to happen, why it's happening, uh, what could be the end results from the surgery, and um, also uh, the fact that you're going home. Uh, does that mean that you're you're going home and re leading your normal life or are you going home after the surgery or after the procedure and you're to rest and not do anything um, you know uh, Gary something as simple as a hernia repair that can where they put mesh inside of you can be done in an outpatient procedure where you go home but you're going to be laid up for a couple of days and you're not going to be doing anything the question is is do you need medical care while you're while you're trying to recoup Right, exactly. And so all these things are factors that you need to be able to prove and show to the insurance company. And you need to be able to make sure, make sure they take them into consideration because many times we've taught you their programs or computer programs, including one named Colossus. 
those, those programs downplay, downgrade, and reduce the value. So you have to fight for what you have to get. You have to have a legal game plan. You can call us right now if you've been injured or if you have an injury question. Call us right now, 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. And in the mountains, you can call us at 970-870-8989. That's 870-8989. Or just go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. Look, you, know, look, you can reach championsofthepeople.com on your phone, your iPad, your pad, your desktop, your laptop. It doesn't matter. We've got it all designed and formatted and formulated for you. It's easy to navigate. Championsofthepeople.com. We champion people's cases and injury cases, and we've done it for years all over the state of Colorado. And by the way, we have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs, and if you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Just give us a call at 303-795-5900. Today we're talking about the part of your injury claim when you need an outpatient procedure or outpatient service. Brad just made up a a great point. I mean, you can have hernia mesh repair in the same day and go home. You never are hospitalized. So insurance companies understand that outpatient services are very significant. Some of them are extremely, extremely expensive, like rosotomies and repeat rosotomies and medial branch blocks and certain types of injections and um, facet injections. So it's important that you know these things. It's important you present them to the insurance company in your claim. And it's very, very important that you don't let them downplay it and that you understand that's part of the game and that's part of the analysis and that's part of the valuation. Look, if you go into an outpatient, you know, Brad, you can have an outpatient uh, procedure. It could be minor surgery on your hand. It could be minor surgery on your foot. Uh, it could be anything like that. And, and it can still be very expensive. So the medical bills and the procedure can be used legitimately to enhance your injury claim. Right. And you want to you want to know what's going on with respect to an outpatient treatment versus go, going into the hospital. Um, and, and some of that, I think you've got to watch it because maybe you get admitted in the hospital and you spend a couple of days there, three days there. Uh, insurance companies, uh, they, they have their doctors, they have their professionals, and they may look and say, well, you didn't need to go into the hospital. The doctor didn't need to keep you in the hospital, and there was no reason for you to be there. Um, so we're not going to take this as being uh, an inpatient treatment, we're not going to take it as being an inpatient procedure because you could have, uh, you could have been out outside the hospital you didn't need the care now on the other hand um maybe some procedures occur that are considered outpatient and you're going to be outpatient but maybe based on the circumstances of your life and the circumstances of what goes on maybe you should have been admitted into the hospital maybe you should have been taken care of overnight uh there there are times that you can go through a procedure and that procedure can be one that is going to lay you up puts you in a situation where you can't get up or where you can't do anything or where maybe you're recovering from the effects of anesthesia and and you're going through a number of uh, different concerns that and you've got no one at home to help you. I mean, a doctor should be exploring that if you're going to go through a procedure uh, and it's one where you're going to need some kind of help uh, or you may need help um, or it may be a procedure where um, there's a concern about you getting worse or your recovery and maybe you should be in the hospital at that point you're listening to the bell and pollock legal show i'm gary bell brad pollock we are injury attorneys this is an injury show we do a variety of injury shows all over the state of colorado in different venues many different radio stations and we're so glad you're listening to us we try to give you the information and education that you need on your injury claim you can call us at 303 
That's 303-795-5900-5900. And you can call us also in in the mountains or anywhere else at 970-870-8989. That's 870-8989 or our website, championsofthepeople.com. We'll be right back. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys and this is your Legal Minute. Today we're talking about drunk drivers and punitive damages. What are punitive damages, by the way? How do they help you? Can they help you? Punitive damages exist by statute in Colorado. They're there to punish the wrongdoer for intentional, reckless, wrongful, wanton acts. Drunk driving is one of those reckless acts. You can obtain punitive damages against drunk drivers, and that puts additional legal, legitimate pressure on the insurance company for the drunk driver to pay you your complete, legitimate money for your injuries and damages and losses. Do not let them get away with it. Make sure you can prove the driver was drunk. Call the police. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. Good morning. Welcome back to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show, the only show of its kind. Hi, I'm Gary Bell along with Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. You know, we formed our law firm in 1984 with the sole vision and mission of helping injured victims. We have years, years of experience that we can put to work for you. You can give us a call if you've been injured at 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900 or 970-870-8989 or just go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. We can help you. We'll give you a free initial consultation. It's free, and we'll give you a free, significant, meaningful legal game plan. Those are your strategies, folks. Come on. And you know, on our website, championsofthepeople.com, we have all of our books there if you want to have them. You can download them. They're free. You can download an e-copy of any of our books. And we got two new books being posted this week on our website. One is on uh, mistakes you make in a workers' comp claim, and the other one is the definitive guideline for premises liability in Colorado. If you've been injured on the premises, you know you've heard about slip and fall cases, grocery stores, big box stores, commercial premises, merchandise falling, dangerous objects, dangerous conditions. It's all in that book, plus a lot more. If you've never heard of the doctrine of attractive nuisance for children, then you're going to want to read that book. And by the way, if you want a hard copy of any of our books, just call our law firm at 303-795-5900, 303-795-5900, and request one. We'll send you a hard copy for free. You can also do it on our website, championsofthepeople.com. Request it. You can chat with us. You can send us a message, and we will accommodate you. It's that easy. 303-795-5900. We are injury attorneys trying to educate you. Today we're talking about outpatient services as a corollary and part of your injury claim. You know, Brad, uh, the other thing I want to explain, and, and you're really good at this, is 
when you have you know you have outpatient surgery and you use the example of a of a hernia hernia mesh but you can have uh, repair of internal organs you can have uh, you can uh, try to fix and, and diagnose internal bleeding but the point of the matter is when you have outpatient surgery it is surgery folks that's important for people. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of risks involved. You sign consent forms, just like you would sign a consent form, Brad, if you went into the hospital and were admitted into the hospital. Well, that's exactly right. You're you're gonna you're going through a procedure, and the hospital is going to consider it a procedure. Once again, the the circumstances can dictate as to whether or not it's going to be an outpatient or inpatient treatment. First of all, you've got to stay on top of that and understand the circumstances can dictate to that. The second thing is, is that uh, that's why you get a legal game plan at Bell and Pollock is because we look at the circumstances that surround what happened in your procedure and how, how that affected your life. The second thing is you can't take a, take an idea that an outpatient surgery is one where you go in, you get the procedure and you walk out and you're going to the movie that night or you're going out to dinner with the spouse that night or you're, you're able to go to your, your child's play. That may not be the situation at all. Uh, they also the risks that are involved also uh, tell you a number of questions of the risk involved in the surgery, and the, when that doctor hands you this form that has all sorts of of different risks that you're waiving or you're accepting, and it's a it's a consent form, you start understanding this isn't just a a, a simple little nothing surgery. It it can be quite significant. And, and it's something you have to pay attention to. Um, so uh, you, you should never downplay or consider a, a, an outpatient surgery doesn't mean much. And if that's what the ingester is doing or the other side of the case, then you, you, that should be a bit of an insult to say, wait a minute, you're telling me that, you know, the treatment of my wound or the treatment of my, my injury uh, by virtue of the fact that they were able to tell me I could go home? Uh, after the, the, the procedure uh, means that there's nothing really wrong with me, that, that's totally incorrect and it's totally inappropriate and improper. You need to be able to prove your claim. And Bell and Pollock, we can help you. Call us anytime right now if you want, 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. Uh, or go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. I tell you what, on the homepage of championsofthepeople.com, if you'll go there, uh, we have two buttons. We have several, but two, two pertain to the very first phone call that you have with the adjuster. Wouldn't you want to know what to do? Wouldn't you want to know what your rights are? You see how we do this? We give you the information. <clears throat> Just go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. There's a button that you can hit there. You can listen to our 30-minute show on what you can do in the first phone call, what you need to know, what you can do, what you can't do. It's all provided as a service to you, championsofthepeople.com. There's another button there. If you don't have time to listen to a 30-minute show, you get a quick, I mean, it's not absolutely, absolutely complete, but it's a quick, very good, thorough uh, checklist in writing, checklist of what you need to know before you talk to the adjuster on the very first phone call after an accident. Look, they know what to do. They know what to ask you. They know what forms to send you. You have to know what to do. That's a legal game plan. It's right there on our website, homepage, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Today we're talking about these outpatient services, procedures. Look, look, think about this. The insurance company wants to downplay it. They don't want to pay much for it. It's an outpatient procedure. But for you, the patient, the injured person, it's a very significant, meaningful event. I mean, you sign consent forms. There's all kinds of risks. You know the risks. You've seen them before. You've heard about them before. You've got the risk of infection, the risk of bleeding, the risk of death, uh, the risk of complications, the risk of further surgery, 
the risk of uh, of having symptoms uh, that you never had before or outcomes or consequences that you never had before. This is very meaningful. This is significant. This is part of your injury claim. You know, you also, Brad, you know, we've talked about it in the, in, the, in the concept of emergency rooms, but let's talk about in the concept of a procedure, an outpatient procedure, maybe an injection. You sign a consent form. There's all kinds of risks. It's a brave event that you're doing this, but, but it does help you. And then we've talked about it before with discharge instructions. Sometimes there's restrictions. Sometimes you have to, like you said, you're laid up. Sometimes you can't work for a period of time or only part-time, and it's very significant. It is significant, and it's something that you, you should not downplay. Uh, remember, injections are considered outpatient procedures, uh, and, and epidural steroid injections, which are very significant, are an outpatient procedure uh, that, that can be happened to breedment of a wound or of a, of a, of a particular part of the body is considered a, an outpatient procedure. Um, those, those procedures, the fact that they're needed for one form or another, are an indication also of your injury. That they they uh, identify that there's an injury, and that the injury had to have a procedure performed to be able to make it better, or to diagnose what was wrong with you, and to identify what's wrong with you. So you can't just walk away from a an outpatient procedure and think it was nothing. It does take up your time. It takes up your day, and that doesn't mean you've recovered entirely from the procedure by the t- by the end of the day. You, you go in at 10 o'clock and you have the procedure it, and, and you can go home. That doesn't mean you by, by 5 o'clock that night you're fine. It doesn't mean you're fine. You, there may be a number of other uh, 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 symptoms that you have to deal with. Right, and we talked about cost of medical bills before. we we got a break coming up, but we're going to talk to you about that afterwards, along with how you present this claim to the insurance company and, and exactly how does it fit into your injury picture. You can call us anytime. We're Bell and Pollock. I'm Gary Bell, along with Brad Pollock. Uh, our website, championsofthepeople.com. Our law firm, Bell and Pollock. We are injury attorneys. Offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs. We are here to help you. If you can't come to us, we will come to you. Give us a call at 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. Or go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is your Legal Minute. Today, we're talking about the very first phone call with the insurance adjuster for the at-fault party. Do you know what to do? Do you know what to say? Do you know what you should do? Do you know what you shouldn't do? You don't. You know, for that instance, in that situation, the insurance adjuster, that's an ordinary day and event for him or her. It's not an ordinary day or event for you. You need to understand your rights. You need a legal game plan. You need it laid out for you in a free initial consultation. At Bell & Pollock, that's what we do. That's what we can do for you. A game plan for the way the accident happened. A legal game plan for your injuries, damages, and losses to prove them. Bell & Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell & Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com.
Good morning. Welcome back to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. Here we go. Fasten your seatbelt. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We are injury attorneys, and our website is what? Championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. You'll find our information there. You'll find uh, all of our books there. You'll find videos there. You'll find results. You'll find biographies. It's all there for you. And on the homepage, as we, as we told you earlier, there's a couple of buttons that you can push to learn and, and understand what you need to know before you talk to the adjuster on the very first phone call after an accident. So after an accident, our typical example is a car accident, but we do all kinds of injury cases. Car accident, you go through treatment. The doctor recommends you go for an MRI. You know, facet injuries don't show up on MRI or CT scans. So then they have to do injections. Some of them are diagnostic and some of them are therapeutic. But these are the outpatient services we're talking about. Brad, some of these can be expensive, and you use that expense in your injury claim. Some of them cost four or $5,000. Some of them cost uh, resotomies or other types of injections, twelve, thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars $14,000. And some of them only give you temporary relief, so they tell the doctor and the medical providers providers what the next steps are going to be. That's exactly right. And you know, the, the, quite often when you go to the uh, go, go to have the procedure done, you're going to have multiple bills. The bills are going to come from not just your doctor, but if somebody had to provide anesthesia, the the doctor doing the, the anesthesia is going to have a bill. You could have bill from the facility. Uh, you still, you know, an outpatient procedure isn't one that necessarily just happens in the doctor's office. It, it might. Certain injections can be done inside the doctor's office. Other procedures need to be done at a at a more formal setting where you have a, either the 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 hospital or or an appropriate setting. Uh, it, it, so there, there's, there's different, uh, different things that have to be considered in what the outpatient procedure was. What, what I think what you want to walk away from when you're listening to this and when you're doing it is, is to understand that an outpatient procedure shouldn't be just considered nonchalant or not a big deal. They are big deals. They're, they're very significant. And they, they, they're a procedure that, like I said at the beginning, is nothing more than the fact that somebody has decided based on your lifestyle and your living style that you don't need the care that is given overnight at a hospital. You need the care. Uh, an outpatient procedure, understand, is a day procedure. It's done in that day. You, you go in that day. You go home that day. It, it, you may be in the, in the, in the facility for hours and hours. You may be uh, being cared for for hours and hours, but it's one where you're not spending the night. Exactly. So you can give us a call anytime right now if you want, 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. We are injury attorneys. We can give you a free initial consultation and a free, free, significant, meaningful legal game plan to your injuries, your medical treatment. I mean, we're not doctors, but we can frame it in our in, in the legal process. We do it all the time. We can help you. We can represent you all the way through payment of your injury claim. 303-795-5900. Today, we were talking about outpatient services. They're very significant. Brad was right on the takeaway. They are important. They're significant. Don't you dare let an insurance company convince you otherwise. And you can call us anytime for an injury claim. 303 303- 795-5900 or just go to our website championsofthepeople.com because we are your champions of the people. See you next week.